Want an ad-free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. These are the Daily Tech headlines for Tuesday, November 22nd, 2022. I'm Rich Straffolino. Microsoft told the New York Times that on November 11th, it offered Sony a 10-year deal to keep the Call of Duty franchise on its PlayStation platform. Since announcing its intention to acquire Activision Blizzard, Microsoft has repeatedly said it plans to continue releasing Call of Duty titles for Sony's consoles. Access to the popular game franchise has frequently been brought up in regulatory reviews of the deal. The markup reports that major tax filing services, including H&R Block, Tax Act, and Tax Slayer, transmit financial information to Meta through the Meta Pixel. Data sent varied by company. Tax ad sent gross adjusted income, names, emails, and refund amount. This information was also sent to Google Analytics, but omitted names. H&R Block sent health savings account usage and college tuition information. TaxSlayer used Facebook's advanced matching system to try and link site visitors to Facebook accounts, sending phone numbers, name of the filer, and dependent names. Intuit's TurboTax used the pixel, but only at sign-in, to send usernames and device sign-in time. After being contacted by the markup, TaxSlayer removed the pixel to evaluate its use, Intuit modified it to no longer send usernames, and TaxAct no longer sent financial details. Automatic CEO Matt Mullenweg said its social network Tumblr will soon support ActivityPub, the decentralized social networking protocol used by many so-called Fediverse apps like Mastodon. This would allow users on Mastodon or any other ActivityPub-supported app to follow a Tumblr account from their own Mastodon instance and vice versa. Mullenweg said support would be added ASAP but offered no specific date. Reuters sources say the People's Bank of China is readying to fine the fintech giant Ant Group over $1 billion, likely over alleged violations regarding disorderly expansion of capital and resulting financial risk to the country. Ant Group has been under intense government scrutiny since it scuttled its 2020 IPO. The fine may signal this crackdown is easing. A new report from China's Game Industry Group Committee found that game addiction with minors in the country, quote, has been basically resolved citing 70% of minors playing less than three hours a week. This indicates China could be easing its crackdown on gaming. 
In August 2021, it restricted minors to playing games for one hour a day on weekends, and the government has waited months in approving new titles. The chipmaker TSMC confirmed it will build chips using its N3 3-nanometer technology at its factory currently under construction in Arizona. The fab is scheduled to begin production in 2024. TSMC said 3-nanometer production at the site would be in its second production phase. Initially, it'll focus on 5-nanometer chips, although it cautioned its overall schedule isn't finalized. TSMC plans to begin 3-nanometer production at other fabs in volume by the end of 2022, Meanwhile, its rival Samsung began 3-nanometer chip production back in June. Lyft partnered with the battery recycling company Redwood Materials to send it depleted e-bike batteries. Redwood will see what components can be reused and recover refined nickel, cobalt, and copper domestically in the U.S. Redwood estimates 130 e-bike batteries would provide enough metals for a new electric vehicle battery. The UK's Competition and Markets Authority opened an in-depth Phase 2 investigation that will focus on the supply of mobile browsers in regards to Apple and Google's market dominance, as well as Apple's restrictions around cloud gaming services on mobile. The investigation can take up to 18 months to complete. The Verge's Alex Heath sources say Elon Musk told Twitter employees it won't relaunch its Twitter Blue subscription until we're confident about significant impersonations not happening. Musk previously said Blue would relaunch on November 29th. He also said the company will probably give institutions and companies a different color check for verification, but offered no specifics. Musk also said the company was done with layoffs and recruiting for engineering and sales roles. NASA's Orion spacecraft completed its first flyby of the moon, flying within 130 kilometers of the lunar surface. As part of its mission, Orion will next enter into a distant retrograde orbit around the moon on November 25th. This will see the spacecraft orbit up to 90,000 kilometers away, letting NASA engineers test its guidance, navigation, communications, and power systems in deep space. Google announced it will require developers to use Android app bundles on Google TV and Android TV as of May 2023, rather than traditional APKs. Developers will need to configure archiving for TV apps, something that's optional on mobile. Google said because TV devices are generally storage-constrained, using app bundles will reduce app storage by 20% over APKs and allow users to quickly free up storage with archiving and then restoring local apps when needed. And finally, LG Display showed off a 12-inch display that can be stretched up to 14 inches. It envisions these eventually being used on irregular surfaces, things like clothing and other wearables. LG began researching freeform stretchable displays in 2020. The company also showed off an ultra-thin speaker designed for automotive applications. The thin actuator sound solution was developed with an unnamed global audio company and uses a film-like exciter technology to generate sound. The demoed panel was a tenth of an inch thick and weighed 1.4 ounces. It'll show off more of the tech at CES in January, with plans to commercialize it in the first half of 2023. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And if you enjoyed the show, remember to tell a friend to check it out. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.